When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The Zone. An industry that feeds the world is definitely an industry worth talking about. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, that snow is starting to creep its way into Wisconsin. Good morning, everybody. It's a Friday, and I am the fabulous farm babe, Pam Youngke. Glad to be along with you. Stu Muck will join us in about 15 minutes. He'll have more specific weather details, but I can already tell you, our friends in western Wisconsin, southwest Wisconsin, already seeing some of that snow move in. It is going to be a little warmer today, 38 our expected high. If we see rain, it's likely to turn into snow by this afternoon, and in that transition could make for some interesting driving conditions across the state. For tomorrow, some snow possible, 34 our expected high. Sunday, then, we bounce up to 42 degrees. Monday, we're back up to 45, and believe it or not, Tuesday looking at 49 degrees. We'll get a better handle on that snow situation when Stu Muck joins us in just a few moments. Mutual insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at ruralmutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Tis the season to give something special from Wisconsin. And of course, our dairy industry is very prominent in gifts. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And cheese is always a welcome gift. And Stephanie, you found out some tips on how to do it right if you're going to give cheese for gifts, right? Right. And well, you're already doing it right if you're giving cheese for Christmas. It tastes good, it's meaningful, and it's not another knickknack lying around the house. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and it seems like everyone has this idea because cheesemakers are seeing sky-high demand. Now, high demand doesn't sound like a problem for a business until the company can't meet that demand. Master cheesemaker Sid Cook owns Car Valley Cheese just west of the Wisconsin Dells. He says inflation and supply chain disruption are making it difficult to handle the holiday surge. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of anything that's not going up in price. All the packaging supplies, uh, labor um, has gone up tremendously. Uh, you know, the price, um, we're almost, our starting wage is almost double what it was uh, a year ago. And uh, so, uh, you know, it's difficult to find people that want to work, and, and we're actually, we've got some pretty nice automation here. But, um, you know, boxes are going up, uh, bags, packaging bags are going up, um, cardboard is going up, everything everything you can think of is going up. So, um, obviously, prices are going to go up, and uh, it's, it's just real unfortunate because we've had such stable pricing. We really haven't raised our prices in the last five, ten years, and uh, it's just unfortunate. 
that we've had to uh, go up like we have, and we'll probably have to go up again in January, February, March, um, because um, all, the, all the price increases we're getting um, haven't stopped. And that's not um, just time. your story. I mean, is, are you seeing this happen in general? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you go to the grocery store and you see a lot of empty shelves. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, we've had some empty shelves in our stores because um, the volume of orders that we have had uh, from the outside is is up significantly. And I don't know if it's because people are getting short of orders or ordering more. That might be part of it. But um, we've just had, um, you know, we've never had to turn orders down before. And we've had to, we've had to do that this year where we just couldn't. Um, just couldn't um, get it out the door, you know. I mean, our plants aren't running at full capacity, but uh, with on the packaging side, a lot of people have gone from whole wheels to exact weight, you know, random weight, and the reason they've done that is to take the labor out of their um, retail locations and their supermarkets, and, and so that's come back on us to do that. Uh, Supply that cheese ready to put on the shelf, and and so it's uh, it's made things much more difficult. And the supply chain changed from where we used to fill an order in um, ten days, or in some of ours were out to three weeks. You mentioned automation. So, have you been trying new things or new equipment oh, to kind of combat the labor shortage? Yeah, we've done that for uh, fifteen years. I mean, we've kept the same amount of actually the same amount of workforce that we had 20 years ago, we've been able to do that with automation where we used to have 12 people cutting uh, block and waxing block and wrap, wrapping it in, in uh, colored saran and dipping it in wax. Um, you know, we're you know, doing what we did in a week. We're doing that in in um, less than a day with a third as many people. But the volumes have gone up. Tremendously, and the same with with uh, cutting cutting wheels. I mean, you know, we can cut our machine for almost 15 years, and and when we first got it, we used it two hours a week, and now it's running 10, 12 hours a day. You know, we could run it more if we had the people, but we don't have the trained people. And did you say that starting wages have doubled? Yeah, so hire people, and then of course with the people that are there, you got to give them an increase in wage as well because uh, you know otherwise. You know, the people starting are getting what the people that have been here five years, ten years are getting. So it's a it's a significant it's a significant issue, and I don't think that a lot of people realize what is going on unless they're really really involved in it. If they're you know a small business owner, I think they're very aware of what's going on. If they're a politician, I I don't think they have a clue. Do you guys do anything, advocacy or any kind of, I guess, the Wisconsin Cheesemakers Association? Sure, but, you know, I mean, you know, so I'm going to call up and, and uh, talk to, you know, some big shots, um, assistant, assistant to the assistant to the assistant. I'm busy. I'm not going to waste my time doing that. Nobody's going to listen to me anyway. What do I know? You know, you know I'm just living it. You know, the policies are really kind of backward right now. It just, uh, it, I just don't see it working for anyone, and especially um, people that are, they are working hard and, and uh, you know, trying to make something of themselves. It's just very, very difficult for them.
very difficult. And and giving them more money, sure it helps, but everything in the stores is going up in price, and and they just kind of find themselves in the same spot again. It's just uh, just a very inflation is a very unfortunate situation. And I'm old enough; I've lived through this before, and I've seen it. Yeah, and it really does impact everything from transportation to the packaging supplies. Well, we you know we we over that way ahead, but and then you hope you don't run out. But um, you know we're having uh, difficulty with certain specialized uh, specialized packaging where you know we um, maybe only buy it once every two years because you got to buy it in volume and, and so you know and and of course those costs are are going up significantly and it's difficult because you know some of the packaging we use is made in made in Europe and uh, um, it's just it's hard where we used to you know we'd order it it was six weeks eight weeks now it's six months uh, we just ordered a piece of equipment here in the states and we ordered it three months ago and we were told that we um, that the ship date is the end of March of 22. So that's almost a year, and uh, we ordered a new grind system two years ago, and it'll be almost another year before that's in an install. So, you know, with equipment and everything, you're looking at a year. But even, like, with trucks, you know, we ordered a truck last uh, last March for an October delivery, and we'll be lucky to get that in January. And those are big items. What about little items, like ingredients that go into cheese? That is a little bit more, not as not as difficult so far. But, for example, the shopping bags that uh, we, in our stores, the amount that we have to order has tripled, and the price has gone up about 30 or 40%. Holy man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You sell other products in your store, too, from other producers, like syrup, meat, and jam. What's the conversation like with them? Are they kind of facing the same issues? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. They, you know, they're able to hire people, and, and uh, prices are going up. You know, other, their casings, the, the meat products, their labor, the packaging material, uh, all that is, uh, all that is uh, very, very very difficult. Any silver linings? Anything that you're looking forward to um, as you know, as we approach the holiday? Christmas is coming. I, you know, I think people are going to have money in their pockets, but um, I think that you know it's going to be a little tough finding the things that you want to buy. We'll see. I guess I'm not a cheesemaker. I have no clue what happens uh, in a cheese plant. I don't have a dairy background, and shoppers usually don't either, right? So I think it's important that they understand what you're dealing with, and maybe that'll translate to what they see on the shelves or what the price well, tag is. Yeah, it, it really won't translate until they see the empty shelves, and uh, then then it translates, but they don't really understand. Well, you know, why isn't that? You know, why isn't that shelf full? Well. You know, it's the, it's the whole supply chain from, from from the packaging to having a, a person put it on the shelf. You know, it's uh, it, it's it's not an easy thing, and and we've been very spoiled with you know the way things have been in the past, and you know, I mean, gasoline has been reasonably priced, and people that have to commute, a lot of people aren't commuting now, so they don't notice that. You know, we have trucks out picking up milk on the farms. We notice uh, a change in cost. We have trucks that are taking product from our plants to our warehouse. We notice the change in 
and costs. I think uh, I think higher prices are here. I should say changing prices are here, going to be here for a while. So uh, people looking forward to getting Car Valley cheese either as a gift or maybe ordering a box, should they get it right now? We, uh, we're going to do the best we can with shipping, and we're going to do the best we can with keeping product in our stores. And, and generally, um, the um, distributor business drops off a little bit uh, when... You know, after Thanksgiving, usually most of that product is shipped, but we'll see this year because I just think there's going to be shortages uh, with distributors too. So it'll be uh, it'll be an interesting uh, Christmas season. I guess we'll just have to play it by year and uh, do the best we can. I you know I'm usually a very very uh, you know very very positive person, and and uh, you know we're experiencing growth and. Uh, you know, all of that, but it's just been just really hard to keep up with everything this year. That's the word from master cheesemaker Sid Cook of Car Valley Cheese just west of the Wisconsin Dells. He says shop early this year, whether it's cheese or other, to make sure you're getting what you need under the tree in time for Christmas morning. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Haw. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help with a stolen auto investigation. On November 23rd at 4.47 p.m., officers were dispatched to the 4900 block of Commercial Avenue for report of a stolen auto. While visiting a nearby business, the victim left their 2010 Jeep Grand Cherokee outside with a passenger in the back seat. A man approached the vehicle, opened the door, and forcibly removed the passenger before fleeing with the vehicle. During the scuffle, the passenger suffered an ankle injury. The vehicle was later recovered in Sun Prairie. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact the Madison Police Department at 608-255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 608-266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can receive up to $1,000 in cash rewards for tips that lead to an arrest. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. 
sure she'll stop farming when pigs fly. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All right, and all kinds of weather-related conversations happening across the state of Wisconsin, really depending on where you are. Time to talk about it. It's our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Uh, Stumach, our ag meteorologist, along with us. I see that the snow has already started to kind of waft into western Wisconsin, southwest Wisconsin. Now it sounds like there's even more mustard on this ball. It sounds like it's really going to add up for some folks by Monday. It's going to add up pretty well. Uh, Lacrosse, Boston areas uh, in that western and then up into the central part of the state. Let's just go to the advisories and the warnings that are out for today. A winter weather advisory fires up at 3 this afternoon, lasts until noon on Saturday. And that, of course, includes Winnebago, Washera, Green Lake, Marquette, Columbia, Sauk, Richland, and Crawford counties. And then there's the winter weather warning. That's where there's going to be more snow. That's from 3 p.m. today until noon on Saturday. That includes Adam, Juneau, Monroe, La Crosse counties, and everywhere to the northwest. In that area, snow is going to accumulate, and I'm going to have to say, like Mauston, could be upwards of six inches of snow. La Crosse, maybe even pushing toward eight. That low is moving up out of the southwest. That light snow, as Pam said, just starting to build on into southern Minnesota, northern Iowa, and just into western Wisconsin. Really light snow at this point. I think everything really starts firing up as we head uh, toward the mid to late morning in western Wisconsin and on toward this afternoon, the further you head to the east. More likely rain and uh, rain-snow mixture from Madison to Beaver Dam to Fond du Lac, even around the Oshkosh area and further west to uh, Mawson and La Crosse. More likely some snow to be seen. Of course, with it, some pretty strong winds. They fire up tonight and stay very strong tomorrow. I think there's going to be some blowing where the snow has fallen and drifting and the like, and just a real chilly day with, in areas where we see rain. The better news is things begin to quiet down somewhat. And the sunshine breaks out for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And that's when we start looking for temperatures to push back toward the 40s, maybe low 40s on Sunday, but rising up as we head into next week and fairly dry as well toward midweek. A bit of a rain chance may finally begin to develop. So this new snow won't be around for long. I'll have forecast details right after this. Overlook Farms. Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month? A minute? I've got hours. What? Because Ingenia Herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently. If now's not a good time... Thanks to Ingenia Herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got? Oh, we've got barbecue, jalapeno... Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia Herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. Badgerbean.com puts the Wisconsin soybean farmer first, and it's your place to go for the latest soybean news and research from leading industry experts. Simple, easy-to-access resources for the betterment and advancement of a sustainable soybean industry right here in Wisconsin. Badgerbean.com, an invaluable tool constantly updated for Wisconsin soybean farmers. For info and the latest updates, find us on Facebook and visit Badgerbean.com today. All righty, Stu, I'm watching radar, and that snow is definitely moving. Give us some details to help us manage our way through at least the next 24 hours or so. 
Oh, absolutely. Our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update is for cloudy skies. Snow developing lacrosse and Mauston this morning by around 9 or 10 o'clock. At the latest, it'll actually be more than just a flurry. And precipitation not developing further east until in mid part of the afternoon. Still today, low 30s, well, 34 or so at lacrosse. Everybody else in the upper 30s. And the north winds become east and get a bit stronger, 5 to 15, gusting to 25. Cloudy skies overnight. In the west, snow, maybe a little freezing rain or sleep mixing in from time to time. Rain with some snow mixed in further east and south. We drop back close to 30 or an upper 20 here or there. Winds become northwest 5 to 15, gusting to 30. Cloudy skies on Saturday, some snow showers that should begin to taper off and end as we head on through the morning. I'd look for temps to still be in the low and mid-30s. Northwest winds strong, though, 10 to 20, gusting near 40. Sunny, breezy Sunday. Low to mid-40s for highs, Pam. Like I said, lacrosse in Boston, 3 to 5, maybe a little heavier at lacrosse for snow up towards 6 or 8. And everybody else in inch or two mixed with some rain and slop. And it's all going to be disappearing by early next week. Well, that is, I guess, the upside of that. All right, Stu, very good. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. We'll catch up with you on Monday. You bet. Take care. Yeah. Stu Muck, Ag Ag Meteorologist with the weather details you're looking for this morning, all brought to you courtesy of Compure Financial. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Be prepared for the cold months ahead with a trip to Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We carry a wide assortment of feed, de-icers, bedding, heaters, and rodent control products, like a 22-count pail of Tomcat rodent bait with bromethylene place packs, on sale $25.99. But Tomco also carries a complete line of rodent baits, bait stations, mechanical and adhesive traps, as well as mole and gopher products. Stock up and save on EcoFlake Natural Animal Bedding, a three-cubic-foot bag, just $5.29. Rewards members pay $4.99. Farnham 7.5-pound tubs of Weight Builder or 11-pound tubs of Horseshoer Secret Hoof Supplement, your choice, $24.99. And pick up a bale and round open-top bale feeder, priced at $3.99.99. Plus, check out these doorbuster deals. Men's Work and Sport Thermal Henley or Crew Shirts, your choice, just $19.99. And buy two 64-ounce jugs of Power Service Diesel fuel supplement and get a $10 mail-in rebate. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, your cold weather experts. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We make it easy to get the answers you need. When you call us during regular business hours, you'll be greeted by a relationship banker. No maze of automated prompts to maneuver here. Just a friendly hello from a banker you know. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank Timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and 
price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. You no longer have to hide your hands. Your hands have been taking care of everyone else. Isn't it time that you take care of your hands? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Did you know there are several aesthetic treatments that help your hands look brighter, healthier, and more youthful? Treatments such as broadband light and chemical or laser peels help with tone, texture, and getting rid of those stubborn age spots. Skin type procedures can smooth out wrinkles and fine lines as well as add new collagen. Dermal filler like Restylane Lift is used to improve the volume in the back of the hands. The results are noticed immediately, giving you a fuller, more hydrated appearance. Most treatments can last over a year and are more affordable than you might think. Now you can show off your hands with confidence. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. So, you want to drive a Tonka truck? Well, roll up your sleeves and get ready to play in the dirt. Kalani Topsoil is looking for more people that know their dirt. Full-time seasonal positions are open for CDL dump truck drivers. Our family business will make sure you're home every night. There's competitive benefits, and you'll drive updated equipment. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Apply at KalaniTopsoil.com. Now that's good pay dirt. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Speaking of bad beats, or just bad in general, the Chicago Bears coming to Lambeau Field, Sunday night football. I, I don't know why this game is a Sunday night game. I guess there's all the other matchups are pretty bad anyways. But, Robbie, 12.5-point favorites, the Green Bay Packers. Do you see in any way, shape, or form that the, the Packers, I mean, I guess don't cover this or maybe lose this game against the Bears on Sunday? Well, they won't lose the game, Evil. I, uh, you know, I hate giving up two touchdowns. When 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 I bet myself, that's that's a lot, and and I think you know traditionally and certainly the last couple of weeks, some of these underdogs have hung in there and, and covered, and and you know how it is. Green Bay could be up in this game, Evo, you know, thirty to ten, let's say, and the Bears get a late nonsense touchdown and go for two and cover, and they get the backdoor cover, and it and and it does stick it to you. Um, I don't anticipate the game being close, Evo. I wouldn't bet on Green Bay because yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give away the better part of thirteen points. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's there's a there's a seismic gap between the two sides, as, as we all know. 
and he's the first to tell you Aaron Rodgers has owned the Bears. Um, no Khalil Mack. They, you know, now now David Montgomery is on the injury report. Oh, I don't I don't think they. Justin Fields really, was cleared though. Is that a big? Is that a boost at all for the Bears? Say it again. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, uh, Justin Fields has been cleared to play. Is that a boost at all for the Bears? Well, I, I do from the I do think so from the standpoint of the other option is Andy Dalton, obviously, and it's not a good one. I think the last time last time you see him he threw the four picks and in the in the Arizona game and, and Fields, you know, I thought Fields was making some progress and, and, and he was trending upward before his injury and you know, he can obviously beat you with his legs as well as his arm. Dalton can't do both. Fields Evo to me made some throws outside the pocket um, and on the move that, that were extraordinary uh, right right before he got hurt. So, you know, I, I think they're okay at that position moving forward. I, I you know, I, I think they've seen, um, you know, enough of fields to certainly feel comfortable uh, knowing that the future of, of the organization is, is okay in his hands. And, and I think he's a tougher matchup to prepare for, certainly a tougher quarterback to prepare for, Evil. You know what Andy Dalton's going to do. He's going to set the pocket. He's going to make a couple mistakes through the game. Uh, Fields brings, you know, obviously a little more Lamar Jackson, a little more Kyler Murray to the field. He's not in that category, uh, you know, yeah. nearly yet uh, to, at this stage of his career yet, Evil. But but he you know, he's a multi-dimensional quarterback. He can beat you both ways, and and he's certainly a tougher guy for Joe Barry in that defense to prepare for. Uh, Rob Reichel joining us right now. Check his workout Forbes dot com, Conley Media. Follow him on Twitter at Rob Reichel. Robbie, I was supposed to ask you. You brought it up, uh, Rogers. You know, owning the Chicago Bears. Uh, someone we had a couple listeners wanted to know, and I I couldn't figure it out. Do you know who asked Aaron Rodgers if he regrets screaming, I still own you, uh, to Soldier Field of the fans? Because Rodgers come out again to say that he does not regret it. Do you know who the reporter was by chance? Boy, Emo, I wasn't listening at that point. Yeah, not, not a big deal. I was just wondering if you're curious. As soon as we hang up, I can text you. Oh, okay. I got you, Robbie. My man. Uh, so, Rob, let no, me I'll, ask you. I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll find it out quickly. I'll, I'll go back and re-listen okay. to that. I, I have the tape. We had a couple of fa- uh, listeners wondering. That, we had a couple of listeners wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Is Aaron Rodgers wrong in saying that he owns them, Robbie? Oh, God, no. No. I mean, he's Evo, he's 22-5 and five against these guys. And, and one of the losses, uh, you know, he, he broke his collarbone on, on the opening drive of the, of, of the game when the Packers were an 11-point favorite. Uh, you know, on a, on a Monday night game in, in 13 with Shane McClellan broke his collarbone. I mean, in all likelihood, Green Bay wins that game, too. They wound up losing, and Rodgers gets credit for the loss, Evo, because he was technically the starting quarterback. Um, you know, but Green Bay was going to win that night. He'd be 23-4. and four. Yeah. Evo, I, I think a lot of the, the the people in the media that make a, a big deal out of this, and, and I get it, it's for clicks and ratings and, and a lot of that stuff, too, but but Evo, I I think it's a lot of people too that also just never played sports. I mean, it's <laughs> it, it's a bunch of dorks and nerds. Yep. And Evo, it's it, it, it's guys that have no concept and no clue what is said <laughs> on a football field. What is said? What is said between the lines on on a baseball diamond? What you know? What what is what is said on the court uh, in a in a basketball game? I mean, Evo, I played a ton of things growing up. I've covered this. I've walked sidelines and. In high school games, I've heard you know kids make big time tackles and and and, and say a hundred times worse to a kid laying there on the field. Other than I own you, I mean, <laughs> and 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 the world goes nuts about this. 
cheese sweeter than a glass of chocolate milk and louder than a morning rooster. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, we're edging closer to the end of the calendar year, and for many farms that means the end of the tax year as well. If you're starting to pull some of your uh, business expenses and some of the investments you've made together for taxes, you know, I think a lot of farms are surprised at how well we did. Corn and soybean yields better than we expected. Dairy prices have been better than we might have expected. How are you handling that income? And then there's the big question. I want to prepay for inputs on 2022. But if I just put money down on an account, is that the same as actually securing the product? We're walking through the gamut with Jill Armbruster, one of the tax strategists with Compure Financial. She's our guest as we wrap it up on a Friday. I'm Pam Yonke. Now from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Friday. So on this day back in 1967, Otis Redding died. Do you remember how? He was in a twin-engine Beechcraft plane that crashed into Lake Monona in Madison, killed Redding and four members of his touring band, the Barkays. Again, Otis Redding died in Lake Monona on this day back in 1967. First Nobel Prize was awarded on this day in 1901. Happy birthday, I guess, to former discredited Illinois Governor Rod Blagovich. He served 10 years in prison. It's his birthday today. And on this day in 1963, six-year-old Donny Osmond made his singing debut on The Andy Williams Show. And now you know. We know during the pandemic, all areas of education struggled. K-12, through the collegiate level, even the technical colleges had to flex to make sure that they were continuing to educate people and help to hopefully invigorate the workforce. Aaron Zimmerman got a chance to visit with some folks down at the Black Hawk Technical College in Monroe talking about where they're seeing the greatest demand as far as educational content is concerned and what they're doing to try to provide it. Aaron? Well, there's a lot going on at the Agriculture Education Program at Black Hawk Tech College down in Monroe, Wisconsin. I'm here with Dustin Williams. He's the ag instructor here at Black Hawk Tech. Now, Dustin, first of all, for people that maybe don't know a lot about the ag program here at Black Hawk, let's talk a little bit kind of where it got its start with you starting it here 14 years ago and kind of where things have come from there. Yeah, when I came here 14 years ago, uh, there was a farm management uh, program, a farm trainer program, but there really wasn't a lot of options for students that were coming directly out of high school. Uh, So we worked that first semester to build a a one-year program. Uh, It was a tech diploma uh, level program with associate's degree level courses uh, that could be transferable. That was something we really worked hard at, at achieving. Uh, so that students could have the opportunity to work into a two-year or a four-year degree program after that. Uh, so once we got that built, um, we, we offered that one-year program and started recruiting for high school students, uh, looking for uh, expanding their opportunities and working in the ag industry, uh, working for some of the companies that are out there in ag. And then uh, eventually, uh, about 2016, uh, we got a significant grant and were able to expand that to a two-year associate degree program called Agribusiness Science and Technology. And uh, throughout that time, we worked really hard to, to recruit and, and get the word out about our program. We have a, a great opportunity to offer a full slate of classes for students interested in agriculture today. So let's talk a little bit about within your program, you kind of have the over scoping degree program, but you talked about there's some 
little bit different, you know, pathways you can take within it to kind of specialize what you're wanting to learn about. For sure. Um, we, we offer, like I said, the agribusiness science and technology two-year associate degree. Um, but within that, there are kind of pathways that a student can focus on. So that, that overarching two-year associate degree is really fairly broad. So there's a little bit of livestock and animals and soils, nutrient management, pest management, plant science, all of that, right? Uh, but in the future here, we're going to be offering um, uh, some certificate programs, one specifically for somebody that might want to be a pesticide applicator, uh, if you'd like to be like kind of like a livestock management technician, we'll have um, a 20 to 25 credit uh, certificate for that. There'll also be one for precision ag. Uh, those people that are focused on, on that side of the industry, um, there'll be a certificate for that. And also one for uh, what I might call like a, a farm business manager or the finance side of things. Uh, if somebody's looking for a more specialized type of, of uh, shorter-term certificate, they can do that here. Uh, I think this next fall that those opportunities will be available. I'm here today with Dustin Williams. He is the agriculture instructor here at Blackhawk Tech with plenty of opportunities for students to get involved and then be career-ready once they leave as well. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman. Thanks, Aaron. Dustin Williams also went on to tell Aaron that they are doing whatever they can to engage with students the way students want to engage. That means that they've got classes where students can physically attend or the students got the option to take the class virtually all online. Or they can also look back at recorded sessions to pick up the educational content they're looking for. Dustin Williams from Blackhawk Technical College. Well, the markets this morning are still a little soft after yesterday's World Ag Supply Demand Report that was being called neutral for corn and soybeans and bearish for wheat. Corn supply, as well as the use of our corn, was unchanged basically from November. USDA kept corn for ethanol use at five and a quarter billion bushel, despite forecasts for strong demand and higher production. In overnight electronic trade this morning, like I said, though, still trending a little on the soft side. Right now, we've got the March corn down a penny and a half, 590. We've got January beans up a quarter of a cent now at 12.64 and three quarters. March wheat's up a penny at 7.78. July new crop wheat down two, 7.73 a bushel. Barrel cheese in Chicago dropped a penny and a quarter yesterday at $1.68. 40-pound black cheese was up three quarters of a cent at $1.85. While double A butter finished the day on Thursday down a penny at 204 and three quarters per pound. As far as fluid milk contracts are concerned, the January contracts down two cents right now at 1980 a hundredweight. February closed a penny stronger at 1985. March milk down two, settled at 1960 a hundredweight. Another quick reminder, time is running out. We're getting ready to close the reservations for our farm tour, Four Island Farm Tour, March 21st through April 2nd to the Hawaiian Islands. If you'd still like to join us, get our get your name on our list, contact Holiday Vacations today, holidayvacations.com. You can enter PAM in the keyword search and find everything that you need right there. You can also go to midwestfarmreport.com, Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, and find more details about our Four Island Hawaiian Farm Tour coming up March 21st through April 2nd. 
Well, what's coming up is tax time. And for a lot of Wisconsin farms, it's going to be a little tricky this year. You might have done better than you thought you did in the growing season of 2022. Talking about that with our friends from Compure Financial up next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When you choose from several options, you're likely going to save money. That's what a family-owned independent insurance place like ours can do. When other companies offer you only one solution, Madison's Prairie Land Insurance Agency offers you a wide array of personalized, affordable options. Is your current policy really the best? Talk to Prairie Land Insurance Agency, your local, independent, home and auto insurance agency. For your free insurance review, call 251-3009. Prairie Land Insurance Agency. Our best is the very least we can do. Attorney John Rihala. Car crashes happen in an instant. A distracted driver crosses the center line into your lane, or road construction makes everyone stop, except for the truck in your rearview mirror. Life changes in that moment, and now the world feels very different. We can help you. At Clifford and Rihala, our experienced attorneys know that someone badly injured in a crash can feel confused and even overwhelmed by everything that follows. Doctor's appointments, bills, missed work, and maybe an insurance company calling and pressuring you to settle right now before you even know what your injuries are. Call us. Clifford and Rihala is ready to help you, and we won't stop fighting until we reach your maximum recovery. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. At Tom's Auto Center, we're known for being up front with our auto repairs. And name brand new tires. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. Goodyear, Firestone, Brigstone, Michelin, BF Goodrich, Continental, and Kelly Tires. We carry and install them all. When you need new tires, Tom's Auto Center will make sure you leave happy. Tom's Auto Center. Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Sows, cows, plows. Heck, anything connected to farming's on the menu here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Time for a conversation with our friends from Compure Financial. Don't forget, they're all about agriculture and rural life and ready to help you when it comes to your financial needs. Just go to Compure.com. And joining us today is one of their senior tax consultants, Jill Armbruster. You know, one service that sometimes people forget about are the fantastic tax advisors that are there 365 days a year counseling farms on investments and also at this time of the year getting very, very busy trying to approach end-of-the-year decisions and talking about 2022 prepays. I imagine, Jill, that's still where your eye is trained right now, trying to advise people how to make smart decisions before the end of the calendar year, huh? That's right. This is definitely the time of the year to be working on tax planning. And, you know, we're we got less than 30 days to make some final decisions. So what are you just noticing, just out of curiosity, because two, the two years have been extremely different, 2020, 2021, now going into 2022. I know you're kind of just getting into the depth of your clients, but what general overview can you give us, Jill? Well, last year um, with the pandemic, you know, many farmers ended up getting a, a lot of government money. Right now, we're not seeing that much of that much money um, coming, but 
what a lot of farmers don't realize is that they're probably sitting on a lot of profit. Fortunately, the commodity prices had strengthened this year. So there's um, higher grain prices. There's, you know, more, a larger profit that they need to factor in as to whether or not they want to pay tax on it or if they want to do some spending. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, and we know that every farming operation is different. Let's be honest about that. But let's talk a little bit about what you are asking when it comes to tax planning. What kinds of questions are people kind of inquiring about, Jill? And what kinds of advice or areas do you suggest they look when it comes to some of these decisions? Well, first of all, we don't want to look at just 2021. We want to know what their long-term plans are. You know, for example, what are they planning to do in 2022 and 2023? Are they looking to make um, sizable capital investment in their operation? This could lead to them having significant depreciation down the road. Therefore, we may want to look at prepaying or deferring income. And another item is basically as what I mentioned is with the grain farmers, um, how much carryover income do they have in 2022 versus what did they have in 2021? You know, we talk about the snowball, deferring income, we create a snowball. You know, how big do we want that snowball to be? And therefore, we may ask them to consider um, maximizing the lower tax brackets now. You know, it may result in them paying more tax than they'd like to today, but that may prevent that income from being taxed at a higher tax bracket. Generally, with taxes, it's either pay now or pay later. But they're always going to get you. Yeah, you're right. Let's talk a little bit about the precarious position we're in right now. A lot of farms that are looking at 2022 are very anxious about the cost of their inputs. How are you counseling them on that, Jill? Well, you know, you've got to look at it. I know I've had some people tell me, yes, they're expensive. They recall this being the same a couple years ago. And then when it came time to actually needing to apply the fertilizer or the chemicals, the price has dropped. So it's, it's a business decision that they need to make. Yes, we can, you can do prepaying now, and you can prepay up to 50% of your normal operating expenses. But, you know, is that in the best interest of your operation? And the other thing is that when you're doing prepays, that's you're actually making the purchase. You shouldn't just be making a deposit with the co-op saying, put this towards my chemical bill or put this towards my fertilizer bill. You should actually be, be, be making commitments as to what is it buying you. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that specific move. Now, let's talk a little bit more about the tax planning aspect here. Um, I'm, I'm guessing most farms don't necessarily think about tax planning on an every month kind of situation. I'm guessing that's one full paw that you'd like them to work on, Joe. Yeah, it, w- it would be nice to, you know, to take a look at it throughout the entire year. And w- especially when you're making capital purchases for equipment, you know, h- how are you paying for that? If you're paying cash for it, you can write it off. It's not a problem to write it off because the money is out of your checkbook. But if you're financing a capital purchase, I caution you as to how much of that should, should you be writing off. Because down the road, you, you have to generate a profit in order to pay back your loan. 
Well, if you don't have the depreciation to offset that profit, now you're creating a tax implication in a future year. Boy, yeah, and who knows what's going to be uh, the setup by the time you get to that part of the depreciation schedule. What kind of specific strategies are you suggesting to farmers? Now, like I said, I unfortunately, Jill, here here we are, like you said, less than 30 days left in this calendar year. A lot of these strategies should have been employed a long time ago, but what are you counseling them on right now? Well, you know, if they're making capital purchases, it can, we can use the Section 179 or Special Depreciation Allowance. However, one thing that I have been hearing from some of my clients that I've met with is that the piece of equipment they want is not available. Again, in order to write off the equipment or to direct expense it, it's, it's got to be a piece of equipment that's available for use. You can't be spying something that's on the assembly line and won't be available by the end of the year. Unfortunately, that can't be written off. Um, prepaying expenses is a strategy. Um, deferring crop and cattle sales is a real good strategy and one that I really like in that it allows for a lot of flexibility right up to the filing of the tax return. However, for it to work, um, you must sell and deliver the crop in this calendar year and have it set up to be on a deferred payment contract. Um, However, the contract can't um, be split up. Therefore, if you're selling, say, 20,000 bushels of corn, set it up in small deferred contracts of like 1,000, 2,000, even a a 5,000 bushel contract. Because in that way, when we're preparing your tax return and we kind of see where that final number is, we can decide whether we want to bring in one or two of those contracts to get you to that ideal situation. Um, you know, other things is the retirement planning. You can set up an IRA or a SEP account. That can be done right up to the filing of the tax return. You're putting money away for your retirement, yet saving tax dollars today. An IRA is $6,000 a person unless you're over the age of 55 then you can contribute $7,000. A SEP contribution can allow you to put more money away for yourself, but if you have employees, you will have to fund a SEP plan for all eligible employees. Um, Another nice one is if you're a sole proprietor and you have minor children, you can pay your children under the age of 18 a cash wage and not be subject to payroll tax. And if that child has income under $12,550, they will not need to file an income tax return. So it's kind of a win-win for both. Interesting. All kinds of strategies that I hadn't thought about. This is Jill Armbruster, by the way. She's one of the senior tax consultants with Compeer Financial talking with us about some of those late end-of-the-year moves that you might want to consider. You know, I know you're super busy right now, Jill, but if people still have questions or would like counsel before they make decisions, are you folks still handling those kind of calls, even while you're trying to do tax preparation with others? Definitely. Here at Compure Financial, we have tax consultants throughout Wisconsin, always willing to work with taxpayers in agricultural and rural America. Um, You can visit us at Compure.com to learn the latest on tax and accounting and also to connect with a local tax consultant. 
Excellent. Jill Armbruster, put it all in that basket, folks. Don't make a decision by yourself, especially when it comes to tax implications that you could be paying for for the foreseeable future. Make sure you talk with the experts today before you make those purchases, before those you make those decisions and re-